Hello listeners, happy to see you. Welcome to season two, episode 19 of the Author Accountability Podcast. I'm Rianne and here with me as always is Donna. Donna, how are you? Um, well, I'm I'm a bit tired. It's been a late few nights, the last few nights uh, for me. Ricardo has been away on business, so I haven't been sleeping well and Emma's been teething. So naturally everything's a little bit disturbed and as you all know as well, we recorded recorded the first episode of our mini-series with Andrew um, from Craft Better Books. And Rhiann and I stayed on because he gave us homework to do. And uh, we went quite late. So, yes, I'm good, but I'm tired. So I appreciate it if I'm a bit slow on the uptake. Uh, I would appreciate you. <sighs> I'm sorry if I'm a bit slow on the uptake today is what I been trying to say mm. and I apologize how are you is a bit shoddy because I'm not using my normal microphone because I decided that I couldn't be bothered to go upstairs and sit in my sweat box of an office mm. it's goddamn hot yeah and I see you in your in your lounge you look nice and, and comfy oh I'm not comfy I'm sat on a dining room chair at my makeshift uh. desk because we're also doing renovations in the house and yes. where there used to be a hole in front of me there is now a wall oh <laughs> which is fantastic because that's what we wanted we wanted to close mm. off the lounge so our mm. house was a lounge diner and now mm. we've closed off the lounge and we're making it a kitchen diner mm. which is great it's what we want mm. but it's it's yeah I currently live in a building site and it's not fun mm, no I know the feeling Ricardo's constantly find, finding projects to do around the house as well so uh, I understand your pain <laughs> and uh, I didn't it's not like we've just gone around the house and gone oh we could do this and we could do that like yeah <laughs> yeah you see that's the thing is that like because for us to um, amend our plans is very very expensive so we are doing all the changes that we want to do and then we're going to get ho- a whole new plans drawn up um all at once so because there's no point in us paying like 20 grand every time we make a change for them to amend and amend and amend so we're doing all the changes then we get whole new plans drawn up but yeah there was there was a stage where our deck I don't know if I ever showed it to you when we first moved in it was a wooden deck and it was really shoddy um and we replaced it with a proper concrete slab veranda situation but that there was like a trench outside for probably close on two months because we started it right before our first lockdown here in South Africa and so we had a u-shaped trench and a pile of rubble outside of our back door for like two months so I know your feelings. I know you. I understand. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to get. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I've been doing this morning is trying to get hold of the Goodleads librarians because, for some unknown reason, my Goodreads profile has like a different format of my name. So whenever I add a book on Amazon. I have to go on and be like, please remove it from this random person that you keep allocating my books to and put it on my profile because it's my book. 
Well, not only that, there is now two entries for Tournament of the Elite on Goodreads, so I'm having to get them to merge that. And because they took, they uploaded a version from Amazon for Return of the Dragons, I now have to get them to remove that from the random profile that they've attached it to, add it to my profile, and then I also need them to change the cover because normally I add them manually. Um, and then I can add the covers once I've done like the cover reveal. It's it's an issue. And it's so just much really PT. And, and it seems like none of this would be an issue if the systems that they had in place just worked correctly. I mean, it wouldn't be an issue if they just let authors update their own books. Oh, but they don't. They yeah. have to go to the Goodreads, the Goodreads librarians and it's like, no. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, they, they like Amazon trusts you to upload all your own stuff to sell your book. And yet they won't let you change it on. Okay, that, yeah. I didn't know that, but that, yes, that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, and I feel like they've probably done it with Kingdom of Lies, so I'm going to have to, like, search for that now and then probably do another one and be like, hey, please merge these two because you are idiots. <laughs> Shame, Rianne. Oh, that's frustrating. And it, it's, like, something that's, yeah, doesn't have to be an issue, but yet it is. Mm. Ah. No, thankfully there's only one for book. There's only one entry for book one, which is fine. Oh, good. Huh. Thank goodness. Shut up and go away. Is that uh, Frankie? Yeah. Uh, hi, Frankie. Uh, you're not flat on the desk. <laughs> the sofa behind me, by the way. I didn't just throw her away. Yeah, no, I mean, no, no, cats, uh, cats land on their feet, so it's fine. They're, she's good. I didn't good, realize good. how that would have looked with me just going, go over that. <laughs> <laughs> she's fine, aren't you? It's not like you chucked her against the wall. She's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So, how has your last yes. two weeks been? Did you finish your rewrite? No, I haven't finished, unfortunately. Did you do the but that's story? been. Yes, okay. I did. did one thing. Yeah, I finished. I finished your short story. I finished going through that, which which is probably why I didn't finish my rewrite because I <laughs> got really into it. I'm no, no, no. I'm not saying it's a. I'm not blaming you, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that it's actually a, a true. I'm just saying that you that short story. I don't know why, and I read. I think by this point, a, a, a large chunk of your writing, I've also read your published books. So I've read a lot of what you've written. And for some reason, this short story just hit different. I, I think I said it in my comments. I don't know if you've gotten all the way down there, but it just, I don't know. It's just because you you normally focus on like YA kind of just very like feel good fantasy stuff. And this is more like dark. It's it's like there's a lot of a lot of kind of like even at the end there's like a lot of like unanswered stuff that I'm like I want to know what's going on and like are you going to use these characters again and it's just it's all very juicy and just just deliciously dark and I love it's it it's funny because so Lindsay read it as well um mm. And I've just sent it to Kendra because she's the one that's putting the anthology together. But because I'm a patron of her, she goes through 10,000 words of my work a month. Um, so 
Lindsay said the same thing. She was like, please write another book with these characters because this is like the perfect beginning. And I'm just like, but I don't know what to do with them now. It is. It's the perfect beginning. And it's like, it is, it's on one hand, it kind of reads like a village of villagers. <laughs> a villain of, like, Yes, a villain origin story. But on the other hand, it's 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 a, also kind of like a love story and like, I, I, like I'm just I'm just so curious to know like there's it's it's one of those things that it just kind of you've crafted it in a way that the world seems so much bigger and the story seems so much larger than what you've written and I think that's what's captured me and not just the tone but the fact that you were able to in such a short like number of words which is it's what like six seven thousand words it's not that it's not that long. Ten, so it's ten thousand words, but even so, it just yeah. I uh, I agree with Lindsay. It's it's a perfect beginning, and I would love to know more of of everything. It's just yeah. I'm, I'm I'm yes, please, pretty please, because <laughs> I yeah. I'll see what I can do. I'll add it to the list. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a very rare opportunity that one gets to request directly from an author <laughs> that's what I'm doing you'll have to send me all the questions you have and I'll see what I can work with I will I will yeah because I, I focus mainly on just the the story itself when we now went through it and I critiqued it but um I will I'll have another squiz when I have a chance and I'll send you a little mm. a little list and then you can have something to jump off from but yeah and your original question the rewrite no is not finished but I have literally I think like, like three and a half chapters left and the last few chapters of the current menu current draft that I'm working on are very very short um because I, by that stage uh when writing the book I'd kind of reached a point where I just wanted to get to the end of the story and then kind of go back and flesh out which is what I'm doing now so yeah we will i will have set on our story origin i'll tell you now what, what i've set the the due date as mm, i've set the due date as the 25th of august Ooh. so I've given myself a little bit of extra like a little I've because I originally said okay the end of August because during this month of August um, I'm going to be working with Andrew and then I, on the 1st of September I wanted to start um, another round of like edits and um, whatnot so it's ready for you and Cam in November but um, yeah I, I've kind of bought it up a little bit because I feel like um, I've reached a headspace where I'm ready to just get it done. So yeah, that's that's the story with that. So yes. So next time we record, which is when? Uh the 27th. Okay. So in theory, yes, I should very much be finished by then. Okay. And you can you can hold me to that because that um because I'm, I'm managing to do an average of about a thousand two hundred words 
in in a day, not every single day, but the days that I've set for rewrite, I've been managing about a thousand two hundred words. And so I did. Um, I actually pulled the exact amount of words off of my manuscripts, and I've just divided that. And yeah, so it should be. If I don't dilly dally, and when I say dilly dally, not 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 sitting in my chair, just like you know, as you do, like agonize over sentence structure and rubbish like that. So if I can just like whack it out, then we should be done. Done by the next time we record. Yeah, uh, it kind of feels weird though, and kind of a little bit daunting. But like I know where I'm going, so I feel good about. I feel good about it. Good. That's what we want. Cool. And what about you? Um, so I'm going to film some more TikToks because during this month I'm doing two videos a day. Oof. Yeah. Um, and then I need to send out another newsletter. I need to finish my um, proofread revisions for Return of the Dragons. And then I would like to start writing the next patreon exclusive novella um for project caradon which is now known as the lashira chronicles um if mm -hmm. anyone looked at my website i have updated and all of the titles for the novellas are there um mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's what i'm planning to do in the next couple of weeks hopefully the weather will calm the down um, because 30 degrees every day is just not, no. not good. No, I mean, 30 degrees is hot even for me, like, and I, and I live in a hot place. So no, yeah. that I agree with you. It's, that's, that's a bit much. So, I mean, we, when we were recording last night, it was after eight o'clock for you and it was still 30 degrees. Yeah. So it's currently, um, 8.37 in the morning and it's 22 degrees outside. No way. Mm -mm. So it's, it's overcast yet for me today. It's uh, currently, if it would load, 18 degrees. Oh my God, that would be lush. Uh, except I am, to be fair, I am still in winter. So, you know, you, you, you are my ideal summer. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it, it is it is quite pleasant because um, this morning I was moving a lot of like furniture and stuff. Um, just now when we finished, I'll, I'll, I'll take my thing and I'll show you Em's new bedroom and her bed and stuff. But um, yeah, it's I've, so I was moving furniture this morning and like shuffling a few things over there, uh, plugging, you know, taking stuff out of, unplugging things, plugging things back in. It's not far, but it's it, because I'm by myself and I'm having to, try not to squash tiny fingers as I'm doing it. It was difficult. Um, so I've had to kind of sort that out. And then once she's properly moved into that bedroom, um, her nursery, where she is now, is going to become my office. So I will finally have space of my own again, and I can not have to pack up all my stuff every time, as I expressed my annoyance last night. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I've decided to stick with kind of like the, the colors 
of her her nursery for my office so like the baby blue and the like the light colors and I'm going to keep the mural in there as well just because memories yeah nice that'll look really good once it's done Mm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and um oh I, I think I told you I got a writing desk I'll show that to you as well did you yeah I think I did I think I told you I don't know it must have been ages ago but it yeah because it's been sitting in the art building for like two months so <laughs> I've slept since then yeah <laughs> that's all right I'll show you later <laughs> Okay, so do you have any other book related stuff that you're going to do? Uh, let me open my calendar and then I'll tell you. Uh, just because I can't remember anything unless I write it down somewhere these days. I mean, so, yeah. oh, I'm going to, I'm, I've started, so on Monday. Yeah, I need to compile my folder for Andrew for the world building situation. And then I also need to, I've been working on this document um, called my project process overview. So the idea is, is to kind of order my thoughts in terms of from idea conception to final submission of publication what does that look like for me um and i've had different versions of this over the years i've split it up into like writing and editing and so on and so forth but i just i want a kind of like a semi-basic overview of the whole thing and so i've been working on that for myself because now that i'm nearing the the stage where you know things need to be done within a certain time period and things need to be submitted, et cetera, et cetera. I just, I need to order my thoughts properly. Um, and as a kind of like a subtask of that, I've been researching like beta readers and how is the best way to go around, go about um, asking for feedback and how's the best way to collate that feedback and et cetera, et cetera. So those, that's kind of what I've been working on in terms of research and preparation for publication that, that's kind of what I've been doing there. So that's one of my bigger tasks for the next couple of weeks as well. Um, uh, but yeah, other than that, not much, except to just maybe create some um, Instagram posts for next month. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, which by the way, I'm only mentioning this because we have spoken about it on the podcast before, is I have started the trial of Canva Pro. And I've got to say, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm really I'm enjoying it. This, the scheduler is very nice because it posts automatically. It, it publishes automatically. So I don't even have to click publish. I ju it just does it. Nice. So for a mum and who, as I said in uh, previous episodes, doesn't have time to be like sitting in, like in the middle of the day and try and think up a uh, – um, a caption it's nice to just get it on and get it done and like because like I because I misunderstood when I scheduled everything I thought it would be like later where like it sends you a push notification and I looked up picked up my phone um the other day and I was like why do I have so many notifications from Instagram like I don't think I posted anything and I went on and I was like oh 
yes, I did post something. <laughs> Canva posted it for me. So that was very nice. nice. I did have to change my my Instagram page to a business page, though, for, for that to work, which I, I'm not mad about because, obviously, then you can see your stats and everything. So it's not a big deal. Yeah. But yeah. I, I am enjoying it. And so I think I think I will probably carry on using it and pay and pay for it, which, I mean, it's not bad. I can't remember the exact um, price of it. But for for those busy writers listening, uh, yeah, I, I would say it's worth it because it costs about the same as like any other scheduler, except with Canva, you get like the the other like photos and graphics and stuff on top of that that you can use in your designs so to me it's worth the extra I know it's like four dollars or something um that you have to pay as an over and above what the regular scheduler would cost so yeah I must say I as I said very much enjoying it good good um so on to the fun stuff what are you reading yes. at the moment? Are you enjoying mm. it? And what are you watching? So watching, not much, except for just YouTube. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, I've kind of gone off TV since I finished Castle. I'm not really, like, I, I keep kind of thinking, you know, do I want to start another series? Not really. haven't even really watched any movies either, to be honest. Um, I'm still reading The Fairy Secret, which... Um, in general, I am very much enjoying, uh, I'm about, I think about a quarter of the way through now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm very, it's, it's, as I said in the past, it's a curious experience for me because I am seeing the, the characters that were the main characters in the other story. And, and it's, this is like, but it's nice. It, it feels familiar because it's the same world and that. So it's, it's quite easy to get into um, as, as I'm going and kind of, oh, it's like, oh, yes, I remember that place. And, you know, it's kind of like returning to a place that you used to live 10 years ago. It's like, oh, things are familiar, but they're just a bit different. It's quite nice. Interesting. I like it. What about reading? Oh, you just said, oh, I'm literally <laughs> okay. I'm so tired. I can't even focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you reading? <laughs> me, I'm watching a lot. Um, the downside of it being too hot, um, and I would just like to preface this with, if it was around 20 degrees, I'd probably be spending a lot of time outside with Mallory. Um, mm-hmm. But because it's literally the kind of weather where the backs of your knees sweat it's just mm. it's, it's not ideal I don't want to go outside I'd rather stay in front of the fan where I can stay cool and calm and relaxed yeah um so I'm watching a lot of tv I'm on the final episodes of season 12 for Grey's Anatomy um, <gasps> oh my goodness yeah she's made she's finally made it you said there's 17 seasons to watch. But, I mean, like, you've made it, like, quite far. I mean, how long have you been watching it now? At least six months. No, not six months. 
I don't know when I started it watching. feels longer but anyway um I've also restarted <laughs> watching Bones um because you know why not I love Bones um I mean honestly I started watching Supernatural oh okay how's that going it's weird like the first episode was super creepy <laughs> and I, I've, I've watched bits and pieces like I've never watched like a full season or like I've I've watched episodes here and there and I've always enjoyed them um, but I've just I've never uh, felt the inclination to just, like start from the beginning and yeah so I've only watched watch the episodes, and the only reason I'm doing it is because my best friend was like oh my god I've just finished Supernatural and it was amazing and I'm like mm, okay um, mm-hmm. and then Netflix has just told me that the Sandman is available so I need to watch that because everybody's raving about it already and it's only been out like a yes um, and then reading wise I'm still reading Twin Crowns because I haven't had a lot of time to read, but also I need to finish Guild by tomorrow because I'm on um, a book talk chat with some people from TikTok um, to discuss mm. the book and how we felt about it and, and all that jazz. And yeah, it's, mm. it's it's a different kind of read for me, but I kind of like it. Yeah. I think now that I'm entering my thirties, I'm kind of splitting between young adult and adult books mm, I was thinking about this the other day I agree with you it's uh, you're kind of like moving a bit for you you're wanting like storylines that are kind of a bit more than coming of age yeah like vibes like, yeah. I still love the YA genre and I still love mm. like, the stories and I'll probably create more um but yeah I think I think adult is the way I'm gonna switch to because mm. I just, I just, yeah, I'm an, I'm an adult now. I'm, you know, I'm 30 mm. in January and yeah, that's really weird to say that I'm 30 in January. No, I agree with you, but because, I mean, since M was born, I felt like, um, although I love reading why, and, and the reason for me at this time in my life, I like reading why is because it is generally like easy to read. It's, 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 I don't have to think too hard. I can just enjoy it. You know, there's no, like, it doesn't, it doesn't really challenge me in a major way. Yeah. Um, which is exactly what I've been needing for, for a, a long while. Um, and especially over the last, like you're, you're in a bit, obviously going through my pregnancy and, and with M and everything, it's something that you know, you, you can pick up and then you read like a paragraph or two and you're like, oh yes, okay, that's where I am. And it's, it's fun. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Now that it's kind of reaching a point where I, I want something with a bit more meat, you know, it's things that have like different themes, you know, as you know, when you have a child, your perspective changes and you kind of need to engage your brain in a different way. Well, yeah. And also, as a reader, I like to read things that I connect with. And yes, I can connect with YA and like the themes that are in YA. And I mean, mm. who doesn't love a cutesy enemies to lovers coming of age story? Like that. Yeah, is- obviously. But also, I am nearly 30. I'm an adult. I'm a parent. I do all of the adult things. Like reading about them isn't going to be a big change for me. So mm. I definitely think... Guild probably wasn't the best book to start with because I know that it's dark fantasy, it's adult, it's smut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I like to say on book talk. Um, mm. 
and you know literally the opening paragraph is a massive orgy um <laughs> oh really oh that yeah, kind of yeah okay. like, like the first the first chapter you're literally like straight in and and like the characters like i did not think i would be watching somebody goes balls deep and i'm just like whoa this time oh, that's one way <laughs> oh righty but, like, in there. but like okay. it phase me because obviously i'm an adult so mm. uh, like those kind of things you know happen mm. <laughs> well not to me but <laughs> you know like and yeah yeah so i think being being an adult reading more adult books is definitely something that's going to be on my agenda mm. you know and I'll, I'll probably switch it up like I do normally so I'll probably read an adult book and then I'll read a YA book and then I'll read a contemporary romance just to get out of the fantasy for a while and then I'll mm. come back because I you know even you can still have all of the things from an adult novel in a YA novel mm. just slightly toned down so rather than explaining what's happening in the mm. romance scenes you fade to black romance which is also fine yeah it is so, yeah that's where I am so yeah I've got guild I've got a couple more romantic fantasy or fantasy romance I don't know which one's which the genre kind of confuses me but I bought a few more just to try and see what's going on um mm-hmm. obviously my next series the Lashira Chronicles is going to be an adult um while the novellas don't have a lot of romance in them um and book one doesn't have a lot of romance because it's all about my main character remembering who she is the next books do have quite a bit <laughs> mm. so yeah that's where, but that's where we are. That's where I am with my reading tastes, and we're just. No, I, I mean, TikTok is a very bad influence. I've spent more money on books <laughs> since I've joined TikTok than I have in like my entire life. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, see, that's the thing is that it's it's okay to to outgrow a genre. I feel because, as you said, you it it is lovely to read a nice little YA. But sometimes you just need something with a little bit more meat. And like for me, NTN, the trilogy is it's why and that's where I'm headed with it. But Project Revenge um, and possibly even Project Lock and Key are, are going to be adults because that's kind of why I just feel comfortable at the moment writing. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm even now I actually want uh, that's one of the things that I'm going to ask you about specifically when I send you in tennis is the the kissing the kissing scene whether it's like it is does it overstep the line I don't think it does but I think it might be like tiptoeing close to the line dipping <laughs> your pool in the water yeah <laughs> hmm. so that leads us on to our topic of the day which is yeah. writing challenges yes or no yeah so I I was thinking about this the other day because I I know that some people have very strong feelings about writing challenges for instance like NaNoWriMo and and other challenges I feel like those challenges writing challenges fall into one of two camps it's either you're challenging yourself so you're working against yourself like NaNoWriMo you you are just 
working towards your own goal with other people or you have something like an actual competition where there is a winner and a prize for one, two or three people. So I think we need to maybe tackle both in in so far as we can, because I feel like it's incredibly valuable to challenge yourself and to, to better, um, to kind of set goals that, you know, are slightly bigger than the previous one provided that your life uh, kind of allows it because as we know things ebb and flow but I think it's it's always important to try and challenge yourself Um, and especially for me NaNoWriMo my first NaNoWriMo really helped me get into a habit of writing and and to help me get into a place where I could sit down at my laptop and start writing instead of sitting and thinking and thinking and staring at the cursor and thinking and thinking. And it it really helped me to kind of just sit and do and not linger, you know, in my thoughts. And so in that, in that way, I think hundred percent. Yay. Um, Because it, I'm living proof that it really helped and, you know, so and it's always nice to have people kind of, you know, all together and you, you know, as a, as a community and you're all doing the same thing at the same time and you can support each other. So in that way, I really, uh, I will say a hundred percent competitions. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. I think for me, um, NaNoWriMo especially is great for beginners. Mm. it's great if you're testing the waters you want to see if you can write that many words um uh you you just want to challenge yourself to see how many words you can write in a month and obviously with an anorama you get the big community you get the um dashboard where you can put everything in and see all your things go up and yada 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 um mm. so in that instance yes i think it's perfect for mm. like that um, yeah, the November one definitely because it's a lot more defined and it's a very set. I think I think Camp Nanoramo. Now that I'm thinking about it, is kind of designed more for someone who has been writing a little while because of the the goals and the type of competition is different than the November event. Yes, yeah, definitely, um, and also in general just like as you said like splitting them into challenging yourself and like writing competitions challenging yourself is a really good thing to do because I found Mm. that like when opportunities opportunities arise and there's something that you've not done before and you're not sure about it that's when you should do it because it's gonna make you better so what I mean by that Mm. is in my experience I generally was terrified about joining an anthology um I didn't think I'd be able to write a short story I was like no I've only ever written long stories and my first attempt at a novella ended up at 40,000 words I can't do it it's not good yada 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 I got convinced to do it anyway 
and I wrote my story and the other authors in the anthology loved it so you know I managed to do it within the 5k limits and it really like challenged the way I thought about storytelling and it made me mm. think about it more cohesively and making it more concise so that people understood what was happening even though it's a shorter story mm. so like those are great um and then you know you can play around you can write a 10,000 word story 20,000 word story whatever um even if you just do it for yourself like just challenge yourself to write something different um, yeah, no, 100%. And then even for like Twice Up on a Name, they put a theme on it. So they were like, it has to be mix-ups and like mistaken identities. So like your character has to be mistaken for somebody else or, you know, there's twins or whatever. And I was like, oh God, this is like really constrictive. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Yet again, I've written another short story. It's over the word count limit, but that's by the by. And I felt really good about it because I challenged myself to do something I didn't think I could do and I did mm. it. Mm. See, it it's actually brings to mind something that Andrew said last night about putting boundaries in place so that you have greater creativity. And that's exactly what these challenges do. They, they um, give you a, uh, a buffer zone where you can explore in a way that is um focused uh, so you're not just flailing around wildly like you know it's a, it's yeah it it makes me think of you know like um just for for our life experience a baby in a cot you have you know a baby has a cot and with high sides because if they didn't they'd fall right off the edge and they would get hurt. <laughs> and so challenging yourself in, in a way that is limits, like you said, your options, it actually gives you almost like a mentally safe space to experiment. I don't know if that made any sense. Mm. It did make sense. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you know what's going on, that's fine. <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 a difficult one because I think in in most cases writing challenges are great, mm. but only if they're gonna push you to be better. Um, yeah. What I think about challenges where there's prizes and stuff, for me, it's a bit iffy. Um, mm. Because yes, you could like do something amazing but also you might not and yeah it's just I think yeah I think we can't talk about this without talking about failure and the fear of failure because I feel like so many people myself included don't do things for fear of failure and it's it's a mentality that I have recently realized is actually not a world thing it's very much a western thing where like you if you do something you have to do it right the first time which is so counterintuitive because we learn by failing like m fell on her face so many times while learning to work, walk 
she still falls on her face and she's been walking for almost six months already so the goal is to make sure that you fail less as you go but you are still going to fail it's one of the inevitabilities of life is failure and I think unless you are comfortable with failure or, or at least the idea that you may fail I don't think a challenge is a good way to go for you because it's just going to make you spiral and so yeah I, I think that when it comes down to it challenge challenges are for people who are okay with failing <laughs> yes definitely 100% agree with that they are definitely for people who are okay with failing because you unfortunately will fail a lot yeah <clears throat> definitely and 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 that's just part of life and and it's sad that like this this there's a mentality that perpetuates like achievement because that is what creates this fear of failure um, in so many people but I think especially with something like writing which is incredibly subjective and everybody does things differently and there is no 100% foolproof formula that will work for everybody I think you you've got to challenge yourself in a way that is comfortable but also uncomfortable <laughs> it, it needs to stretch you just the right amount yeah yeah I think it's yeah with challenges I think in terms of challenging yourself I think it's good to push yourself to stretch yourself a little bit because you only grow in in that 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 band of discomfort that is just past you know what you're comfortable with but not so uncomfortable that you like are catatonic <laughs> it, it, it's it, you got to get it in that sweet spot yeah definitely um and like even you know little challenges on like Instagram and stuff where it's like write a 500 word story or write a poem or mm. whatever like those kind of things are I I really like um because they're not time constrictive they're not um too pressurizing it's just it's a little bit of fun if you want to do it um mm. NaNoWriMo for me I've actually only ever participated in it once mm -hmm. um and I've never done it again because I don't like the time constriction and I don't like that you have to reach a certain word count in a day to make to, to beat the challenge basically because mm. um, I'm more of a I'm more of a turtle in the sense that <laughs> I do slow and steady and little and often. Yeah. I'm no, I agree. agree. It, Cause, and that's the thing is that, and that's what I, what we've been saying is that that particular challenge is just not conducive to the way you work. And so if you had to try and force yourself to do that challenge, you would feel like a failure because yeah. it's just not the way you work. Yes. Yes, exactly exactly I think that's what we can really say on them really um I mm. I can't think of any other challenges like off the top of my head um well what are, if, about like um like person versus person 
writing challenges, to me, it, it perpetuates this achievement failure thing. And that's why I don't like those. Um, and, because, it, and, it, and it incites yeah. competition when it's not a competition. Yeah. Yeah. It's something like writing, like art, they don't need, their purpose is not to achieve. The, the purpose is to enjoy the creation of the art. And so to label one person better than another um, just feels icky to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. I, I, I mean, a hundred, but like, I, I don't have a problem with competition in general. I just feel that, you know, and and no shade to people who do take part in those kind of competitions because if if that's what what you want to do, that's great. I just feel that with something creative like writing, like art, it's it's more about challenging yourself than trying to be better than somebody else. Yeah, I will wholeheartedly agree with that. But yeah, before I start upsetting people, I think I'll, I'll, that's all I'll say, say about that. Why would you upset people? No, because I'd like, I don't want to step on anyone's toes because like it, I, I have in the past won writing competitions, okay, in school. So like nothing major. And it is, it's a good feeling to get that external validation. But I think I've reached this point in my life where, and and this is part of the reason why I've decided to self-publish is because I feel like I'm doing this for myself and I don't need anybody else to tell me that I'm good enough to do this because it's my passion. It's what I want to do. And so who cares what everybody else thinks? Yeah. That's a good way to be. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that being said, having won those challenges at a young age did a lot for my self-esteem and for um the, the kind of this concept of okay well actually maybe I can do this maybe I can so so yes getting that external validation can be valuable and that it can encourage a person to pursue something that they perhaps wouldn't have in the past but then again on the other hand are you then doing it for the right reason? Are you doing it because you love it or are you doing it because everybody else says that that, that is what you should be doing? It is what you're good at. Mm. I don't know. It's a difficult thing to dive into and it's not really what kind of <laughs> what we're talking about today, but I, I feel like, yeah, challenge yourself in any way that is comfortable for you and just see where it goes yeah i like that i think that's a good place to end so thank you very much for sticking with us on our ridiculous ramble this week because that is literally <laughs> we have fun we hope you enjoyed it either oh, yeah. way and we will catch you next time <laughs> <laughs>